Can we Passing. can Chelsea hurry up and score again, please? Because uh, I put fifty quid on them at three to four to three to four on. Really? Four to three on. Mate, the odds were ridiculous. When I saw that Tottenham team, I was like, just bet on Chelsea. Like ridiculous. They were nearly evens. podcast it's week three complete whether week four is going to complete we've got no idea um it's all up in the air welcome i'm adam i've got well we've got a bit of a change of shift versus last week russ craig and pat are all alongside me so how are we all what up good mate i mean it, it was slightly better looking cast this week obviously rich and mark have uh have dispersed and tagged in me and craig so slightly know. We, <laughs> Mark, Mark, Mark's going to run around, pretend to play football. We're adding adding a little bit more class, slightly less hair, and uh, a lot a lot more banter. A lot less. Well, you've all got <laughs> we've all got less hair than Rich and his Roy Hodgson haircut. So you know, <laughs> he does look like Roy Hodgson. <laughs> <laughs> Glad someone agrees with me. And, and he and he keeps bringing up his podcast. Or you lot keep bringing it up, and he still uh, hasn't arranged to have me on, yet he keeps inviting you lot on twice. So, uh, <laughs> fuck you, Rich. Well, we won't plug it tonight, by any means. Uh, do you do any other podcasts, Russ? I don't, know. <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely, at the moment, we don't. Um, okay, I'm just just looking at a Skype screen with the account name Over uh, that's got your got your upside-down head next to it, but, you know. We don't need to talk about it, that. It used, to, it used to be a thing. <laughs> I do remember that in the distant past. Right. Obviously, we're going to start with a quiz. And I'm trying to, I'm going to do something a little bit different. We have got electronic assistance in the form of sort of anonymous buzzers, shall we say. So I'm going to ask questions and you're all going to get them on your, on your touchscreen pads of various sorts. And so... I think I think speed may contribute to your score, but ultimately it's, it's getting them right. Um, the quicker you, if I remember rightly, on this particular app, the quicker you do it, the more points it gives you. So it kind of like speed is a, a thing. If I remember yeah. right. Shit. Ultimately, I don't really know at this point, but that will become. But clear. better, better, better to be slow and right than quick and wrong, though, I guess. Yeah, I guess I guess so. Um, so there, there will be some. You'll get the questions. The questions will appear. Um, the three of you will answer by yourselves, and it will tot up your score. So you're going to obviously, I'll be answering the same questions, which I'll read out for the benefit of the podcast. Um, by all means, talk about them as they come up. Throw each other off the scent. Um, whatever you, well, however you see fit, really. Uh, the quiz is going to be about the great man who, at the weekend, notched up a, a little milestone. Um, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> trick, mate. You are such a knob. That is the worst. That is the worst. Um, so, yeah, if you're not familiar with, with who I'm talking about, Big Phil Rivers threw his 400th touchdown pass at the weekend. So we've, we can't he, let that slide. He, he's, now, he's now thrown as many touchdown passes as he has children. 
Uh, well, that 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 may come up. So that's not possible. What the theme? What the theme is going to be? Each question, you're you're going to have to say whether someone else has done more or less than Philip Rivers, basically. Um, so the first round of questions are going to be about career passing yards, and each quarterback that I name and you will see in front of you, you've got to say whether they've thrown more or less career passing yards and there, there'll be a couple of other topics as well that we'll get to so are we ready let's see how this is going to go let's um, go okay right um what do i press here phil rivers quiz is coming up it should be it should be in front of you so career passing yards philip rivers has sixty thousand and sixty-five. does tom brady have more or less than that oh What's more? Uh, is more? I'm I assuming guess blue red is, is more. Is, is more, right? Blue is blue is less. It says less. It should say less in front of you. Mate, Two of you is... have gone for more, and one has gone for less. I went for more, but I get the blue thing because you said about speed, but you didn't tell me whether blue or red is more it's, or it, less. Yeah, it, it, the words more and less should be in front right, of you. Yeah, they weren't. Two, but yeah. two, two bars, mate. I, okay. I, I want I want the right answer for that. All right. I was in the same position, and I guess the other way. So fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> That's that seems pretty unlucky. And if I was a fair man, I'd go back to the start. But um, I'm not. I want the same points, mate. Simple as that. You, you've not. I mean, I, mean I, I don't know how to edit this at this point. So we move on. I am yeah. going to sabotage this podcast if I don't get equal points. Just say it. <laughs> That that's not going to make me change it. <laughs> um, right. So apologies. Yeah, red means more and blue means less. Um, I haven't. Have you seen the answer? Yeah. 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 So we can't go back. It's it's done. It's done. There might be an asterisk. Right. Next up. Red is more. Blue is less. Aaron Rodgers. Does he have more or less than Philip Rivers? Here we go. Two of you say more, and you're both you're both wrong. Um, Rogers has has less. Um, Craig, you're going to the lead with your speed there. No, I bet you I bet you're not so unhappy now. I Next should Joe Montana. Up, Joe Montana, fresh from fighting off kidnappers, while looking like Jay Pritchett. Does he have more or less? Less is correct, and only one of you said that again. Craig again. Well done. Storming away. Right. Next up, Matt Ryan. More or less. It should be I mean, we can't have three less in a row, can we, surely? Uh, we can. can. <laughs> You're overthinking I just went by the law, the law of averages then, surely. Um, Pat, Pat Ryan? Matt Ryan has less than Philip Rivers. Craig is still in the lead on 1,845 confusing points. Brett Favre, does he have more or less than uh, Big Phil? So you've all gone for more and you are all correct. So, in fact, Pat seems to have gone into the lead. Must be on speed. Um, Russ, your yeah, performance enhancing substance is the only way I can get involved. Quite, quite a distance behind. Peyton Manning next. Does he have more or less? Who? Manning. Peyton Manning, yeah. Two of you correctly said more than, than Phil Rivers. Um, Pat, you've got a little fire next to your name. That must mean you've done something good. You are, you are still in the lead. Okay. Next up, Carson Palmer, more or less career yards than Philip Rivers. And three of you say yes, and you're all correct. Well done. 
next, Drew Brees, more or less than Phil. And you all say more. You are you are all correct again. Um, two more on this on this round, so to speak. Uh, I mean, right. us, us not saying Stafford. anything. This is working. Uh, yeah. Matthew Stafford. Does Matthew Stafford have more or fewer? You all say fewer. You are all correct again. Pat is still in the lead. Um, Craig is very close. Russ is a little bit behind. They have stupidly large numbers to score. Dan Marino in the last of this category, more or less than Phil. One, only one of you said more. And it was uh, me. Well, Pat, you uh, move further shit. in the lead. Russ, you're on 4,585. Craig on 6,589. Pat in the lead on 7,821. The next five are going to be about career QB rating. Um, and on your screen, red will be higher than Phil or blue will be lower than Phil. So Craig's going to go five Howie because he rates everyone higher than right. Phil. Cousins, does he have a higher or lower QBR than Phil? Someone's thinking about this. Get in the fucking seat. Not only, <laughs> only one of you said higher, and he does. Kurt Hines has a Fuck Kurt, Kurt Cousins, Cousins has a higher. He's dog shit as well. Yeah, he, doesn't, he doesn't just throw the ball to the other team though. So uh... <laughs> well, that'll help. All right, next up, Chad Pennington, a higher or lower QB rating than Phil. Three I'm literally you. just guessing. Three of you said lower, and you're all correct. Um, well done. Um, and Pat, you are yeah only just in the lead. Still. I'm so far behind. It's a right. joke. Andrew Luck, does he have a higher or lower QB rating than Phil Rivers? Oh. You said higher. You're all wrong. Um, Andrew Luck is worse than Phil. Such Phillip. bullshit. Only because he was behind a porous line for the last two <laughs> years. <laughs> all right. Tony Romo, higher or lower rating? You all say higher, you're all spot on. And I think one more on QB ratings to come, and it's Ryan Tannehill. Is he higher or lower than Phil? Only one of you got that right. Phil Phil is better than than Ryan Tannehill. Or was it the other way around? I'm getting confused. Phil is better than Tannehill. Yeah. Um, You have a higher rating than Tannehill. I think the better is something (laughs) out. Yeah, yeah, that's it's a sort of a subjective. Yeah. Right, um, next five are going to be inter- career interceptions. So more red, or less. Red will be more career interceptions. Blue will be less. How, how many career interceptions has, has Sidearm Slinger got? Two hundred and one. No. Oh, why are you telling him? That is that surely helps. It will say it says on the question. Giving you extra information, and also I'm telling you all. It's Phil, true. Phil has 201 career interceptions. All right, if you're ready, does Jay Cutler have more or less than 201? What's uh, blue is less? Or blue for less. I'm thinking a lot of these are going to be less, based purely on number of games. But you know, careful, careful with the thinking thing. Um, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, you all correct to say less there. Um, Russ, you've got that little fire next to your name, so you. Oh, I'm on a streak. Uh, Tom Brady, does he have more or more or less than 201 career interceptions? Oh. Only <laughs> one of you is correct to say less. Um, 
that is Russ again. Fucking on fire now. Come there a few you boys. Pulling some of this gap back. Ryan Fitzpatrick. You have more or less than 201. And two of you are correct to say less. <laughs> that lasted a long time. <laughs> Russ, you've, uh, <laughs> yeah, you've shot your load that you've got. While um, streaking. <laughs> While streaking. All right, Brett Favre, more or less than 201. Oh, what, is what is correct? And only one of you said more. Uh, Brett Favre has the most of anybody. Brett, Hart, Brett Favre does just stand there and chuck the ball, guys. Like, just yeah, chuck it. Yeah. <laughs> At least didn't right. make it look horrible, though. I love Brett Favre. Oh, absolutely. Um, it just It's quantity over quality, but in a good way. Right, Craig's back into the lead with that on 1,000, sorry, 12,263, Pat on 11,782, Russ 9406, so accurate. In fact, I think there might be one more there interceptions yet. Yeah, Drew Brees, more or less than 201. And we have two out of three of you, only one of you correctly said more, and that was Russ. Pulling it, pulling a bit back. Right, the last five of the quiz are, and I think you know what's coming. How many kids does Philip Rivers have? Philip Rivers has nine kids. I'll give you that. So, the next next five, you've got to press red if you think they've got more than nine kids or blue. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Uh, and we will start with Kim Kardashian. Does does she have more or? Or fewer than nine kids. What's fewer? What's fewer? Fewer is blue. More is red. You will say you will say fewer, and you're right. She is, I think, four. Um, I wrote these down somewhere. All right. Next up, Henry the Eighth. We have <laughs> a couple more or less kids than Phil Rivers. I mean, these days less. <laughs> uh, you're all correct, although apparently rumours yeah. abound that you probably actually have more, no. but officially didn't have as many um, right next up all the Spice Girls combined do they have more or, or less kids than Phil oh, God <laughs> only one of you said more and you're correct the Spice Girls have 12 kids between them so it's not much more <laughs> Mel B's got about 7 <laughs> Russ you pulled quite a lot of points back there that, that was your question <laughs> Spice Girls question. Right, King Saud of Saudi Arabia now. Does he have more or, or less kids than nine? Uh, only one of you said more. He has 115 children. <laughs> and Craig, you, you're spot on. You, uh, you're storming your way back into the lead. One question to come. And it's Mick, Mick Jagger. My app keeps telling me I'm on the podium, so I'm I'm going well. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> podium. All right, two out of three of you. Mick Jag has eight kids. Um, he's, he's one behind Phil, um, and two of you got that right. Right, here we go. The podium, the final scores. Third with 14 out of 25. It's Patrick Jackson. Yes. Second, 15 out of 25. Russ, but this week's winner, Craig, you didn't want it to count, did you? <laughs> Just add my points on, bro, and play that music. <laughs> All right, you still win. Yeah. You could have that music. Well done. Yeah, what was my? How many did I get? 17 out of 25. And a, a random 18, score. You mean. 18, no, you mean. 17. 16,102 points. 
whatever they are. Decent. There we, there we go. Um, that was an experiment. May not do that again. We'll see. Um, I'll tell you what. I'm going to now stumble into something that we've done no preparation whatsoever and not even discussed. But it's a Steve Rains anytime touchdown corner. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was I'm doing game. it this week. Am I? Um. Yeah. Yeah. You, why not? Why not? Um. The the theme I think we somebody suggested that we've got to pick someone playing against our team um, to score a touchdown this week. So my bet's money then. Uh, <laughs> and literally every player playing against the Jets. nailed on. <laughs> well, we've got a slight issue in that the Broncos are playing the Jets, and from you can't have two players from the same game. I mean, like you know, I'm not. The world's biggest Broncos fan, am I? No. <laughs> um, what? Hughes. <laughs> wow. Stop. Stop. Press. Like, <laughs> hold the hold the phone. Jesus. <laughs> I mean, I quite like the Cardinals, if I'm honest. Um, oh. So why else for the orange beard? <laughs> <laughs> Very good. All Very right, good. you can pick a Panthers player then, Russ. They're playing the Cardinals. Why don't we start with that? Uh, do I have to pick a Panthers player? Yes. I'm putting my foot down. Uh, okay. Um, I will pick... Um, oh, God. Uh, Samuel. Is it Samuel? What's his name? Oh, fucking hell. Curtis Samuel. Hold on. Curtis Samuel. Assuming he is active, then there's, <laughs> there's Russ's. <laughs> um, Craig, you can have a Broncos player. Yeah, let's go Noah Fant. Okay, yeah. Standard. Um uh, Rich isn't here, um, and the Niners are playing the Eagles. Shall we pick someone for him? Sanders. Pick their field goal kicker to kick one field goal. That's the safest bet with the Eagles, right? They are so... <laughs> okay. Uh, Pathetic. Right. It's, a, it's, Pat, a, it's a dumpster fly. It's crazy. Pat, I mean, the Jags have got the Bengals, <laughs> I think, if you can... Uh, Yes, I'm going to go for T. Higgins. To... Yeah, like nice. That. Okay. Um, right, Mark's not here. Who are the Bills playing? I don't know. Uh, they're, they're at the Raiders. They're at the Raiders. Uh, and, and with that, with that in mind, let's go, Jacobs. Uh, Jacobs or Waller. Yeah. I like Jacobs. Their Jacobs. defense no. is poor. Jacobs. Um, all right, and. It's just me left, isn't it? I think. Yeah, it was just me, and I'll go with Mark Andrews. Good choice. Yeah, um, has to be. Yeah, obviously we had no luck last week. Um, it's going to happen at some point, um, and we'll we'll win some money for Steve Rains anytime touchdown corner. Um, if you fancy following copying our bets, then it's at your own risk. That's all I'm going to say. And when the fun stops, stop. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Time to get into some one sentence reviews of, of last week's action. So, yeah, strap yourselves in and we'll start with Miami at Jacksonville. Fits right in the midst of his yearly purple patch and the Dolphins take this one pretty comfortably. Houston at Pittsburgh. 
A relatively close game against two decent teams. Winning and losing are habits though, so the Texans found a way to blow an 11-point lead against the 2-0 Steelers. Cincinnati at Philadelphia. Yeah, neither side were going to win, were they? Tennessee at Minnesota. The Vikings finally got going, but they didn't bank on coming up against Gokowski. Yes. San Francisco at New York Giants. How many college or XFL teams could beat this Giants team? The Niners did it despite missing about 100 players injured. This is a fair question. Las Vegas at New England. Vegas just didn't have enough to deal with that defense and Cam continues to prove that he's got many years left in this league. Washington at Cleveland. Cleveland have a winning record for the first time since 2014. How is that even possible, even for them? LA Rams at Buffalo. Another close game between two good teams. Buffalo, the more, more well-rounded, take it. Chicago at Atlanta. The Bears are 3-0. Mad. Mad. The Falcons aren't. Carolina at LA Chargers. How do you replace 49% of all your offensive touches? You win the turnover battle. Panthers managed to do just that and snap their 10-game winless streak. New York Jets at Indianapolis. It's the plural of pick six. Pick six or pick sixes. Dallas at Seattle. How good is Russell bloody Wilson? Oh, me too, but, you know. Tampa Bay at Denver. Denver's Driscoll nearly got deaded. Tampa's defence looks mean. If TB doesn't have to take more than two steps in any other direction than backwards, they'll be alright. Detroit to Arizona. If this game proved one thing, it's that there's nothing predictable about the NFL. Still believe in Kyler and the Cardinals, though. Green Bay at New Orleans. No Thomas, no party for the Saints. And it's a miracle Green Bay could win at all with the level of tackling against Elvin Kamara. <laughs> and finally, Kansas City at Baltimore. The Chiefs overpowered the Ravens, unstoppable on offence and stout enough on defence. An early marker down. Early marker indeed. Well, should we, should we talk about some of these a bit more and maybe start there? That was, well, it was always going to be game of the week. Um, it was a pretty good one. And yeah, how do you stop Kansas City? Anyone got any ideas? I don't think you can. <laughs> yeah, you could be right. I, I mean, it's hard, it's hard to, to say anything that hasn't already been, been said. The thing that strikes me is that surely... I don't know if anyone's seen a playbook, just a normal playbook, say from British American football. They're big fucking documents. There is, even at this level, there is a significant amount to learn. That, their playbook, I mean, there, there, there must be every single passing play that's ever been designed in their play. And, and not only have they got what seems to be visibly the largest playbook in the league in terms of their passing game, they're great at all of it like some teams will be really really good at that short or intermediate routes some will be you know have a, 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 a super fast guy and hit one in every five long balls others you'll see a, a really powerful run game outside of a power run game because they've, they've got more of a finesse run offense 
they are like masters at it all. It, it's yeah. like black belts at everything. If they're gonna, uh, it's 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 ridiculous. It's you, you watch that game and the amount of formations that they make look routine. Uh, it, it, tight formation, spread, twins, trips, pistol, wildcat, in one game, mm. and yeah. none of it looks like it's it's not like a roll of the dice. It's not. Uh, it's not forced. Yeah, it's just part of it. It is un. I, I cannot think. And I know I I enjoy it in it, so the motion is part of it for me. But I can't think of a team we've seen who is so diverse. You will categorise teams, particularly when they're winning. Um, but I don't know how... What's their formation? What's their... <laughs> what, what, what form... You, you watch, say, the Rams, and they run a lot out of that tight um, play action, right? You, Baltimore... When they're playing well, they've got a strong single-back run offense. What's the Kansas City Chiefs? It is unbelievable how good they are at everything. Crazy. It, it's almost like like they are, I said, the ultimate team. Like the sum of all their parts. You look at some of the other, the some of the other offenses in in the NFL, and you think, well, just take the Saints for instance, right? With with Breeze. And Kamara and Thomas, you can say you know you you struggle to stop the Saints, but without Thomas, all of a sudden it go the pressure goes on Kamara, and they they used him. I mean the Saints used him heavy the other night, and if and if Green Bay could tackle, then he wouldn't have got anywhere. But without the the threat of the throw to Thomas it's easy to see which way they're going to go. Similarly, like you, you look at Saquon at the Giants or you look at uh, C-Mac at the Panthers, you know, those those stellar star players at those lesser teams, as soon as you take one piece out, they fall apart. Whereas at Kansas, if you were to take Tyreek Hill, as important as he is in that offense as a piece, if you were to take him out, I bet, Whoever came in would do a similar a similar job, maybe not as good, but they would be able to cope with it. As opposed to a bit like like a system a system team that's just running an amazing system. I, I got a long, say, way, a long way around there to say <laughs> system team, but you know what I mean. I mean the the only argument you could make is where you could say take Mahomes out and they're they're well you could take any QB out of any team and they're obviously going to be damaged, but. Um, Mahomes missed a couple of games last year, didn't he? And they, they, I might be completely about to say something incorrect here, but you know they weren't they weren't a terrible team with it. I think Matt Moore came in, um, but I don't think they've lost since since Mahomes was back fit, pretty much. Um, I don't, I don't, yeah, I, it's exactly what you said, Craig. I, I don't know how you how you deal with that, where the, the threats are just everywhere. And you watch, you know, they're playing the Ravens who aren't too shabby themselves in regard to you've no idea where the threat's, where the threat's coming from. Most, most of the Ravens stuff is on the ground, but the ground is everywhere with them. You've got, you don't know whether Jackson's going to keep it. Um, they, yeah, normally one running back, but there's quite, quite often a couple of other guys lined up alongside that, you know, could be a decoy, could, you know, Jackson could throw. Yeah, they they didn't have a terrible game, um, but you can't you can't waste too many opportunities against the Chiefs because they'll hurt you. Mm. And if I'm honest, based on how the first three weeks went, I expect the Ravens to edge it. They'd looked really solid on both sides of the ball, but 
and and the Chiefs struggled somewhat against the Chargers by their own very high standards last week. So I had the Ravens with a slight edge, and that was not how it turned out in the slightest. I just think that when you watch, like, so the Chiefs, when it doesn't go, so talking about take, picking up that point, Pat, last week against the Chargers, <clears throat> in fairness, the Chargers, um, you know, they, they have a, a really good defense and they have, you know, two all-pro defensive players, right? So there are periods of time where we've seen in the past where the Chiefs will stall, but it's never for more than a drive or two. It's that there are... Look at Deshaun Watson and look at Lamar Jackson in that game. Great, great players. And we've seen them do unbelievable things. But there are some games where they just... It just they they just they haven't got any more answers. There's no more tools, right? They're, they're, the run game doesn't work. Can't find the deep ball, and it kind of crumbles. There's no there's no other chance. There's no other options with this Chiefs team and Pat Mahomes. And that's the other really impressive thing. For, like, let's be for obviously Andy Reid. Uh, is there a more renowned coach in 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 football? I mean, I don't know that there is, right? So we all know how good Andy Reid clearly is. What a great job he's done at the Chiefs in in, in the ad is, you know, very well-renowned at Philly anyway. But you've got a third-year quarterback who has the run of the playbook. So, you know, thousands of plays sat on Mahomes. They've just got every answer. It is it is astounding to watch. The, the stat line from Sunday where... Kelsey, six receptions, 87. Michael Hardman, four receptions, 81. Tyree Hill, five receptions, 77. Uh, Edwards Hilaire, five receptions, 70. Sammy Watkins, seven receptions, 62. What? That's madness. Any team that could complete seven passes to Sammy Watkins. um, (laughs) (laughs) Unreal. Just unreal. And just when you think you've covered all of that, they flip it to the fullback and run him in from three yards. (laughs) It's a beautiful little play. And Eric Fisher as well. Who caught a touchdown pass? Yeah, yeah. The first, oh, the, this was a great stat. The first, first overall pick in the draft to catch a touchdown pass since Keyshawn Johnson. <laughs> Sick. That's ah, amazing. I, I, yeah, I love a big guy, big guy touchdown as well. I mean, you've got to give it to, um, what's the offensive co- coordinator? Eric Bienemy. Yep. He's done, he's done a fantastic job. I, I just don't know. The last time I think I've seen an offense so so prepared, right? So there's times where Brett Favre will have just unbelievable games where he's just chucking it 70 yards every play or whatever. Um, Lamar Jackson, where he's just able to scamper for 60 yards every so often. You've seen these spurts, but the, the offense so balanced, so in control, so perfect. I don't really think I've seen since maybe that Broncos team for Peyton where they just had the cheat code and he was like <laughs> yeah. 2013. I don't know. I don't know a, a more prepared, well-balanced, all-round offensive football team. It's, it's really astounding to watch. And Patrick Mahomes is, is, is unreal. unreal. Um, but I'm not... He is unreal, but there's a man that I want to talk about later who does not get hasn't had his due and is playing lights out. But as far as the Chiefs go, best offensive football possibly that's a, for that's, a generation. That's a bold statement about Sam Darnold, given what <laughs> just happened. But... <laughs> I was going to say, should we all have a guess? <laughs> all right, Rush, you touched on Green Bay, um, who are obviously also 3-0. and 
um, Aaron Rodgers is seems like the Aaron Rodgers of old. Um, but actually, the Saints are interesting. Not that it sounds a negative thing to say. The Saints are interesting me a bit more because Drew Brees seems to be struggling. I don't know if it's just Thomas not being there. Um, all this Taysom Hill trickery is just bullshit because it. I, I haven't I haven't seen any evidence that actually brings them anything anything useful. Um, they, but, they need to let that shit go. Oh, 100%. Uh, yeah, they weren't struggling before him, and um, that's for sure. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. Uh, maybe maybe his age is catching up with him. I don't, I don't want to say that. Um, but they don't... Yeah, they're not looking the immortal force that they have been. No, they're looking like a team with a lot of high-quality weapons that they don't really know how to use. Yeah, for a play caller like um, uh, Peyton, I am I have been disappointed um, with with the, with the Saints. Just, it's just not clicked, has it yet? And and I, and I suppose it's one of them that you don't want to jump too soon, right? There's times where you can, after three games, you think you. I mean, no one would have seen. Look at the look at the results. Bears three and zero, madness. Um, <laughs> Uh, Vikings 0-3, madness. Um, so you, I don't want to go off the edge with the Saints because I think that Peyton is an elite coach. But there is big questions there. And the 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 impact Michael Thomas... Because the thing is, the thing about Michael Thomas, and he's a fantastic, fantastic receiver, but he's not the fastest guy on the field. Like, this is a, a well-drilled, well-coached, um, technically savvy guy who likes to win so he wins his matchups but you should not expect a player like that to come out of of the side and look so tepid on offense when you are known for being such a great offense and and it's not like they haven't got parts you sanders must still be able to do a bit obviously you know what kamara can do so it, it's definitely worrying if you're a saints fan yeah it's it's all a bit weird. Um, I don't think. I mean, actually, as it happened, the Packers beating them probably wasn't that much of a surprise, given how they'd looked in weeks one and two. But you go back to the start of the season. That's that's a hundred percent nailed on Saints victory that game, based on what we thought. Um, but it just says just says how how little we all know, I guess. Um, another game which ended up being between an zero and three team and a three and zero team. Houston in Pittsburgh. I didn't see too much of this, but it's. I mean, as a as an AFC South fan, Pat, you probably feel like you want to celebrate the fact that the Texans have lost three games, but then those three games were to the Ravens, Chiefs, and Steelers. So it's perhaps a a little bit misleading. They didn't look that bad, you know. They ran out in the, to an eleven point lead against the Steelers side, which has a notoriously strong defense. And then choked in the second half, stopped being able to get any offense going, let the lead slip. And it's just, it's the sort of thing that creeps into your game when you've lost a couple already and you're starting to think, you know, how many can you afford to lose before the season's done and you're uh, wasting your talent piece that you've got. But there's positives for the Texans in that the link between Watson and Cooks um, and Cobb seems to be starting to build there now. So, you know, they've had like a month working together of proper games now and it's uh, it's starting to show and the the Steelers I mean they've gone 3-0 Big Ben 
well, if we're, we're saying Drew Brees is on the on the sly, Big Ben seems to have come back. Maybe a bit of a rest has done him some good. Well, a year off, a year off for Big Ben is basically, yeah. you know, he's come back, come back fresh, and he looks good for it. I mean, he, he looked, dare I say, relatively mobile, um, and his, you know, his vision and his his ability to throw the ball and his ability to to see plays, I don't think has ever been in question, is it? So, you know, given given the the injury problems are behind him, I think he can, um, you know, they they can be a, a bit of a force. And what's impressed me more about the Steelers is their defense. It's been absolutely second to none this season, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, yeah, you've got you've got you've got to love the Steelers right now. I mean, after last year, and you you, you kind of start worrying, you know. It was kind of clear Mason Rudolph probably wasn't the guy. He wasn't the guy at that time. He might be the guy in a year or so, or you know. But at that time, they weren't they weren't banking on Big Ben going down and having to chuck him in the deep end and get his head smashed in by Miles Garrett, were they? But yeah, you know. I mean at his age though, you've got to be thinking past. At some point, he's gonna have to lay it up, especially given the wear and tear on those tires. But you know, for me, Mason Rudolph ain't 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 the one. That said, though, I agree with you. Big Ben looked good. Big Ben looked good. That defense is mean. That defense is a Steelers defense. It's a true Steelers defense. Um, TJ Watt is a game changer. He is a playmaker. Um, and yeah, man. I, I, listen, <laughs> I don't want to infringe on the uh, on my one sentence preview, but they 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 do the business over Tennessee and. Mm, mm. Steelers, no, no, and look, let's put it this way: Who wants to play the Steelers? Ain't nobody no, wanting grindy, to play they? the well, Steelers. Well, the, the Titans are faking COVID to try and get out of playing them. <laughs> <laughs> it, it felt like the Steelers stayed calm and stuck to the game plan, and the Texans didn't, and that's ultimately what did it. And I really enjoyed Juju Smith-Schuster catching a catching a ball wide open, walking in for a touchdown, just kind of looking around, looking to see where the defenders were, and just looking confused at them as to why none of them were anywhere near him. But how much of a that, different that, player does Juju look this season with Big, oh yeah. with big Ben thrown to him? It, it's a me- oh, you know, it's, it's no it's no secret that when you've got a good QB throwing the ball to a good receiver, it's going to make a difference. But, I mean, I know, he had, again, he had his injury problems last season, but he, even when he played with Rudolph and, and the other lad that was thrown to him, he, he just couldn't get going, could he? And now this season, he looks he looks like a different player. He looks like every inch the the AB replacement they were they were expecting him to be, you know. Yeah, he looks back fully fit as well, fully um, that extra bit of acceleration that gets them the space. Now they're 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 they're, they're a good team. I think there's I've definitely got some concerns about that run game because I do you know I I think yeah I'm not I'm not sure I'm not I'm not sold on Connor. Let's put it that way, personally. Um, he's, doing, he's doing all right, though. I mean, that might be scheme. But I think but... that's... And, I, I, and it is a scheme and offensive line. Um, I f- I'm sure he's... I'm sure I've seen that he's actually, like, got the slowest or one of the slowest, if not the slowest, starting running back in the, in, in the league, which is a concern. But they're so well drilled. And you... Juju, Big Ben, that defence, TJ Watt... I, I, no one wants. No one wants to go to Pittsburgh. Facts. Big facts. No. no okay. Yeah. I, I didn't. I didn't. I'll, I'll confess. I didn't see it coming from them. 
the, the off season. Um, but partly, partly due to the fact that we didn't know what Big Ben we were going to get, whether he's going to be back. I wasn't expecting the um, improvement to be anywhere near as much as it was for the Steelers this year. But they're and always there or there when about, they play the Ravens, they? that's going to be tasty. Just yeah. two, two cracking games coming up there. Okay. You, Pat, you mentioned the touchdown celebration of sort of looking around when you approach the end zone and, and have one of those, <laughs> have one of those for the Vikings as well from their, their rookie who, whose name I can't remember. Jefferson. Thank Justin you. Jefferson. Yes. Um, and, but some other guy uh, was a bit lackadaisical in the, the Seahawks game of certain DK Metcalf. I do. I assume we've all seen this. Yes. Um, if, if not, I will quickly describe um, Deshaun Jackson did it a few years ago, started celebrating before getting into the end zone and um, managed to drop, well, deliberately throw the ball back before he crossed the line. Um, DK Metcalf just didn't get round to getting into the end zone before the ball was knocked out of his hands. Leon Lett style. Um, which but is... it's like, man, didn't see him. How did you not, like, with, the, with Deshaun Jackson, just, no one yeah, was Deshaun Jackson was just idiocy. And he messed up. How did D- DK acted like no one was around? And this guy is tearing back to cap. It is a bonehead play. Like, like he, he's a monster. He is an absolute monster. Well, he, he made up for it, arguably. Um, uh, but... That is a that is a no no. <laughs> <laughs> that is a killer. Russ throwing a sixty yard bomb. You want to dance to the line? You're taking a piss, mate. <laughs> oh, uh, this is it. You know, do do be as much of a dick as you want when you've scored the touchdown. Um, get it but, first. Yeah, exactly. Um, it shows how dominant the Seahawks were that they could throw away a touchdown and still win by seven points. Well, it wasn't. It wasn't a comfortable game. Maybe right in the end, um, but the Cowboys played them close, and uh, maybe, yeah. Obviously, Seattle's not the normal place it is to go without the crowd. But um, yeah, Dallas certainly gave. Well. They're they're not dull to watch at the moment after that ridiculous Falcons win and then and then this and but yeah I just I I firmly believe in Russell Wilson and the Seahawks not that that's anything new. So first, he, first so God, before Craig goes into a massive because um, I can see this coming a mile off uh, <laughs> the the sea the Seahawks I think have finally started to live up to the promise like Russell Will, we all know how good Russell Wilson's been for for the last 5 years like we know how good he's been now he's got the weapons of Lockett now he's got Metcalf Carson has stayed mainly fit you know over the last 18 months or so i mean he had he had a bit of an injury plague time before that um and and i think as they start to move forward the Seahawks could could be the team to challenge the Chiefs this season. I genuinely believe that. And I think that, you know, a, a battle, a shootout royale between Mahomes and, and Wilson would be something that uh, that we'd all love to watch. Are we going to talk separately about the Cowboys, Adam? Uh, if you want to. So, before... Okay, cool. So, if we're going to talk separately about the Cowboys, I'm just going to do my little ode to Russ. Um and you want not to do Wilson. some music. <laughs> yeah. Listen, it is it is un it is unreal. And and the thing is, yeah, like how many touchdown passes did he have? Five. 
with one that should have been. So he should have had six. <laughs> yeah, so that's, yeah. And that's 14 touchdown passes through the first three weeks, which is more than anyone else in NFL history, right? So Russell Wilson is, is, is setting records. Cool. No, no drama. The thing about it that we forget is that he's actually a periphery. He's always one, right? He's, he should have two Super Bowls. He's only got one. He should have two. <clears throat> the key about this, and my, the thing is, we've all rated Russell Wilson. This is not new, right? We've all rated him. But what we're seeing, much like I was discussing about Mahomes, and it's that access to the playbook. I can run whatever play I want. Up until now, we haven't really seen that from Wilson. They have been a run-heavy team. And this is not even... You think of run-heavy and you think Marshawn Lynch, but what's that, 2012, 2013? Maybe 2014? We're 2020 now. Like, and they've, they've, they've actually gone through a lot of ineffective running backs running, out there. Exactly. They've had a number of running backs that were not Marshawn Lynch. You, you got Marshawn Lynch, particularly Marshawn Lynch in his pump. Okay, cool. We're going to run the ball. After that, we haven't really had that dominant run um and if we have running backs have got injured right so at this point what we've seen is a fundamental change in scheme they are a pass first team and this is showing how good russell wilson is and what he's is almost is almost the hybrid between the Mahomes and and, and jackson it's cra- I, I, I really if you're going to pick a player tomorrow if you're going to pick a player tomorrow, just a quick round. Who do you pick, Adam? Start your franchise. Who do you pick? Well. Okay, no. That's not the <laughs> <interesting> game. <laughs> I mean, according to every Jacks fan you listen to, Trevor Lawrence, but it's got to be Mahomes, right? Mahomes? Russ, who do you pick? I mean, I pick C-Mac if I'm starting a franchise, but if you call a quarterback, I'm picking Russ all day, every day. I'm picking Russ. I am, and I love Mahomes. I'm, love... I'm only I'm only picking Mahomes because he's you know, five younger. six years younger. Yeah, yeah. Um, but r- is... right now, not necessarily. Yeah, Russ I'm, is I'm... that is that not only is he technically almost perfect, right? In terms of how he he, he throws the ball, how he reads the defense is he's the guy's just stellar. But his decision making, he rarely makes a mistake. Yeah. If he chooses to check it down, if he chooses to throw it away, if he chooses to go deep, if he chooses to hand it off, he rarely makes a mistake. And it is, he, I, I love watching it. He extends a play, and if he's got to go and take 12 yards, he'll take it. But if he's got to hang around, step up in the pocket, but stay behind the line to keep his eyes downfield, he could do that. I just, it, it, is, it is near perfect. It is near, if you talk about offense, it's the Chiefs. But if I'm talking about a player, Russell Wilson. That is some potential mouth-watering Super Bowl, isn't it? Seahawks, Chiefs, blimey. That's... It's, talk... If we're sorry, Pat, if it's, it's right now, it's the Super Bowl we all want, isn't it? Sitting yeah, here we today, don't, we, don't, we, we generally three. don't get the Super Bowl we want. But, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I was, I was going to say we touched on, or Craig touched on the running backs. We should touch on the. It looked like an attempt to deliberately injure Chris Carson in a tackle towards the end of the fourth, and that was naughty, twisted his knee, took him out of the game. I admit I didn't see that play. Um... So it was, it was a, a cowboy of defensive lineman caught him by the leg and as he tackled, kind of rolled himself. I've just seen it described as an alligator roll. 
and oh, just kind okay. of talked the knee and uh, yeah, took Carson out of the game. He's doubtful for next week, and it's it's the sort of thing you don't want to see. I mean, they're literally trying to get rid of that, aren't they? They don't want they don't want you getting hit high and in the head, and you have got to stay off the knees. It's it's horrible as a running back, though. It's hard. It's pretty um, rare you see something that looks obviously deliberate, though. It no, it does. It does look deliberate. What Pat's talking about is like a thing yeah. at the moment. It's um, not a. But, it's not a where you normally see people tackle in that situation to like roll through 360 degrees whilst holding a guy's leg. But just to touch on Dallas really briefly, and everyone's given a lot of like praise to the offense and and Dak and how good Dak is, and we all know I'm, I've I've been a fan of Dak. I like Dak since coming to the league, but I do not get it. I think Mick McC- is, any, is it is it just me or I think Mick Bookhalf is doing a horrible job. I think the play calling is awful. They had you've well, got... uh, it's great. I'd, what I'd say there is, uh, I, he's actually holding them back a bit, which makes you think they're they potentially even better. Yeah, so m- they've, they've... possibly. I mean, they're passing the. Like, I, look, that, they've got some. They've got Cooper. They 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 they've got some weapons. I'm all for passing the ball, but you've got probably the best all round running back. In, yeah, yeah. You know, in you've got the best all round running back. He can run between the tackles. He can block. He can get outside. They if they threw... don't have a deep playoff run, it is down to coaching. 60... They've, they've not upgraded on Jason Garrett, quite frankly. 60 attempts passing the ball. Dak <laughs> threw the wow. ball 60 times, and they run the ball 20 times. What are you, that is, you've yeah. got the best running back in the league. Granted, fine. Maybe the offensive line isn't that wall of Dallas. Cool. But you have the best running back in the league. It is... If, is I, I don't get it. I think coaching's been poor. Dak's been making bad decisions. And every, I always feel like they get lucky, actually. The other week against the Rams, I felt like they got lucky. The fake punts and stuff like that are just, were just ludicrous. Was it, someone like Zeke, okay, he's, if he's not getting the help he was before, Zeke's a guy who can still make plays. You know, yeah. Use him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I'm, with, I'm, I'm with you. All right, before we... Well... We should probably touch on what's going on um, with some, oh, I hate the word, COVID. And yeah, seems to be ripping through the Titans today, by all accounts. Um, uh, well, more of a wider picture there. Before we do that, we need to we need to take a moment and perhaps laugh a little bit at the Falcons. I don't, I don't want to be that. <laughs> no, that's a problem. It is a problem. <laughs> what, when you can only play for three quarters of a game, that is huge. They are. Not, they have good players on that football team. Like, what is? I. 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 In all seriousness, well, clearly they're they're twenty points up every week. Yeah, they know. <laughs> yeah. Well, what is going on? I mean, you you can forgive you can forgive a little bit. You know that comeback against um against the Cowboys. Yes, it was the 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 onside kick with the the rules and the not really understanding where it went. And, you know, that that's balls up. This Bears game is 10 times worse. 100%. What happened on Sunday against the Bears is completely and utterly inexcusable. I mean, Trubisky, I didn't think... I mean, Trubisky wasn't even having an absolute stinking turn of a game. Agreed. Um, He threw a pick... They benched him. First thing Foles did, second play, throw a pick. 
you know, and yes, he kind of, he led them around and, and they did look a lot more secure with Foles under centre, 100%. They looked a lot more assured. Um, but they, you know, the Bears missed chances as well. The Miller drop in the end zone that he should have taken before he before he actually scored the touchdown. You know, it could have been a lot, lot worse for the Falcons than what it actually was. It does just doesn't make any sense. Well, they 16 points ahead with how long left? It- was it under? It can't. It wasn't under two minutes, was it? But it was. It wasn't. Wasn't. No, it was off. about six minutes. <sighs> Bro, they're soft. That is the bottom line now. Uh, for me, if I'm, you've got a clear house. It is a problem. Uh, for whatever, uh, after that game in New England, uh, in the Super Bowl, you can you kind of go back. You lick your wounds. It was a Super Bowl. Uh, you could say whatever. A plethora of reasons why that collapse happens. The minute you start seeing this, where it's hung around, where it's happening too regularly, it becomes a thing in the media, it, uh, it screams players have not dealt with it. They have not managed it emotionally. Um, and even if they have and it's unlucky, if I, you've got a clean house, mate. It is no, you can't lose games like this. You cannot, cannot. It, winning is a skill too. I say it all the time. And you cannot, you cannot accept losing those games when you've got no right to... Was it 90% win position, 95% win prediction? Get out of town. Not good enough. (laughs) I mean, yeah, if it happens once, it's unlucky. If it happens three, four times and starts snowballing, it stops being luck. And, you know, they they have, in Calvin Ridley, the only receiver with more than 100 yards in all of the first three weeks. And they're still managing to lose. It's it's ludicrous. That's just, just crazy. Um... Uh, you've, you've surely looking at the coaching first. Yeah. Um, but, uh, clean house. Yeah. Clean, clean, clean house. Get rid of front office. Get rid of the coaches. Be willing to take three years. Trade Matty Ice. Move well, on. Well, it's it's difficult. He's got, because money. He's got Matt, to have money. He's only just signed the contract, isn't he? Matt, Matt's, Matt Ryan. I'm a, I'm a big fan of Matt Ryan. Always it's not his fault. Been. It's um, not his fault. But the, 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 you end up in a situation where if something is something's clearly a mental problem within a team and it's a stigma and you know it's 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 like the the England 2005 Ashes squad you know they reckon that part of the reason for the success was they didn't have people who were, had lost the previous seven series or whatever you know new new faces in there you know as as great as Matt Ryan is he's associated with this it might not be his fault um he's but it's happened it's still happening to him He's um, got. To, he's got to want to. You, you've got to get what you can for him, right? At this point. Well, I, I what, don't. I don't. I'm not saying that's the answer. I'm just saying that, that everyone point, in that can, building is going through this. And... It's not. I'm not putting any blame on Matty Ice. But no, 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 who is who is the most? Who is your only asset right now in that whole franchise? Well, what it's have not you, Dan Quinn, is it? Yeah. What have What have you got to? You trade him, I'd, but I, I'm not sure. I know he, he yeah. not long signed a contract, and and you. Deal with three years and rebuild. I just, if I, I, I'd be sick, and I'm sick as a Jets fan, so I'm feeling the same way. Like, blow it up, but, mate. But if get, you're get all out of the building, uh, this is this sounds horrible to, you know. It's, it, also, you, Russ, you're you down keep Matt Ryan. Racing, yeah? <laughs> you change yeah, the coaching am, yeah. st- <laughs> You change the coaching staff. You keep Matt Ryan as as your QB. Um, what's everyone, regardless of who the head coach or even even the G, you might have a new GM, whatever. Or, clean house and you've still got Matt Ryan 
And the first time that the Falcons are two touchdowns up with five minutes to go in the fourth quarter, what's he going to be thinking about? That's that's what you've... Yeah, but what can Matt Ryan do? Matt Ryan does not play defense. It's nothing to do... Listen... No, if you play, right, if you right. play, there's nothing he can listen. There on that sideline after last week, I'm telling you now, all the offensive players have been walking up and down, looking at them defensive players with disgust. It's very quick to happen in a in a football team when one unit is not pulling their weight. It is you 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 know, and as a and as a defense, you know, you know, we have fucked this right up. <laughs> so, so there's that is not a happy. That's why you got a clean house. It's not a happy dressing room. People are gonna, there's going to be defensive players on there blaming each other. It is. It's not. It, I, I don't see how you fix it. It is. They needed. You win that. You win the game on the weekend, and maybe maybe you start to shift the tanker. Maybe you get a bit of confidence coming. Get through it with your take your. But at this point, what have they got to achieve? What have they, Matt Matt Ryan is 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 where they they win and lose for me and it has become clear that he is unfortunately not enough to overcome the deficiencies you have to you have to start <laughs> yeah, again in a funny way i'm not sure who would be no what can you do that that, that defense is absolutely uh, they're jokers mate get rid of clean house so what we're saying is bring in bill o'brien and he'll get you a good deal on julio <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, before we, well, let's look a, look ahead a little bit. Um, into, into or there's there's a fixture in doubt, potentially two fixtures in doubt. So, I mean, this is one of those things where by the time the pod goes out, it's probably changed. Um, but they've got eight eight positive COVID tests in the Tennessee camp, three of whom are players. Um, I'd be surprised if there weren't. I don't know Vikings positive tests from the game. Although I don't know how close for how long players get to each other. I don't know, but um, it was going to happen at some point. So there's all sorts of panicking going on on you know, Titans Twitter. All the the beat writers are speculating all sorts of stuff. Um, is the game going to go ahead now? I, this could sound ridiculous by tomorrow when there are another thirty positive cases announced but at the moment there are three players who've got covid t- positive tests so you know denver have had probably six injuries um so I, i'm not i'm not just i'm niners as, as i'm saying this as a titans fan so yeah it's three three guys have gone down for week four i don't know who the three guys are it might be Tannehill, derrick henry and brett kern and uh, in which in which case we're utterly screwed but assuming it's not it's three 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 injuries the problem is that they can't now go to the practice facility and prepare so but that just that these things might just be something we've got to accept if we want a season while covid's going on um this is going to happen at some point this won't be the last time this won't be the last team affected by this this year so whether this game goes ahead or not i don't know but I think a few people need to be a bit less precious about it and kind of just accept that if we're, if we're going to play as fans, we want to be able to watch competitive sport. It's not going to be perfect. You know, there are, there are going to be hindrances. This game may go ahead. It may be moved to Monday or Tuesday. They may push it back to another bite and fiddle around with other games. I don't know, but 
this isn't the last we're going to hear about this. No, I mean, they're testing regularly. They're getting test results turned around really quickly. So the rest of the players will know whether or not they've been affected before the game. So you're doing as much as you can and you're isolating players when they test positive immediately. So you know, what, what more can you do in this situation? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Surely before the season, everybody prepared for the fact that at some point somebody might get COVID. Like, yeah, that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's the reality. So uh, the idea of not playing the game just doesn't, honestly doesn't make sense to me. Because if that's a, a, uh, like a, if that's uh, a possibility, why, why have the season? Like, there is no chance, unless you went into the season thinking, because of how we're going to play in bubbles, nobody's going to get COVID, which would be stupid. You went yeah, into the not, season they're knowing... Bubbles. They're not in no. bubbles. Like exactly, were... exactly. So, That's the point I'm making. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It so, sets a very dangerous precedent, doesn't it, if they do... So yeah, therefore, you knew, you knew that at some point somebody's going to have COVID and we're going to have to deal with it. There were people who, who, who pulled out, who held out, said, I don't want to play this year because of COVID. And everyone else said, I'm down. So what are you talking... I don't... The idea. Uh, I don't. I don't not... think. I don't think it's the players that. No, are... no, it's not. In general, yeah. like whatever the conversation is, because I've seen it as well around the potential for it to, you know, is the game going to go on? Is it going to be rescheduled? Surely the NFL should be saying absolutely not. Obviously, we're going to play. Titans are going to have to deal with it. Like it doesn't. It doesn't make sense. The problem. The problem is though, if if they've got three players who've tested positive now, um. Is is there? I'm guessing this hasn't. I don't know if it. Well, something must have been decided. There's a line somewhere. So if a team had 50 positive COVID tests, then you they can't be expected to play a game because they don't have players. Um, three, yeah, you can carry on surely, but it's 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 how how deeper this goes. They'll have all been mixing, and I'd be surprised if more positive tests didn't show themselves. Uh, but yeah, I, I I totally agree. What can you do if you start if it if it's going to hit a roadblock at this, then there's going to be no season. So you either find a way to carry on. Um, the schedule's been supposedly done in mind to give some flexibility, but that's it's unclear as to what um, can whether playoffs, the Super Bowl, end up being pushed back a little bit. I don't know, but and it's I... a lot of panic. I was saying, like Craig said, this was bound to happen. So you'd think the league governing body should have a protocol for if this happens, this is the steps you take once you get a positive in your squad. Which surprised me about the EFL when the first positive test happened, because it was bound to happen, given the nature of things. And they were like, oh, we don't have a protocol to deal with some of your players testing positive. So well, why not, given that it's a virtual certainty that will happen at some point in the season? It's a delegation well, of... Deliction of duty. That's a different world. Leighton Orient couldn't fulfil a fixture last week in the Carabao Cup and had been kicked out. And their chairman's suggesting that they shouldn't have tested them, so they'd have never known. Which doesn't quite seem to be the point. Doesn't set you up a good precedent, does it? No. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, the the NFL are a slightly different level, should we say? Yeah, there's there's a lot of panic from people who aren't making the decisions. It's probably fair to say. Um, yeah, by by tomorrow they'll be. It will hopefully be clearer. But 
it's not going to get any clearer because this whole bullshit isn't going to go away. Just no, need to learn to just need to learn to live with it. It's like it's. I I I can't go into it. It makes me angry. But I'm going to go into it in any other business. All right, we'll save it to we'll save it till then. Shall we? <laughs> shall we preview week four? Assuming week four all goes ahead. Shame. Um, no bills chat. Love it. Who? <laughs> oh, cut, what? I'm not going to. The amount we talk about the Bills as it oh, yeah. is, uh, we're not going to talk about them in Mark's absence, are we? No, fuck them. Certainly not shit. winning. <laughs> he's not. He's not. But whatever. Fuck the Bills. That was, that was a ridiculous game, which we're not going to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Sentence. They got lucky, innit? They got well lucky. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was, they were 28-3 up. <laughs> right. One sentence previews for week four, and we will start with Denver at New York Jets. Back to back Thursday night football garbage. Pittsburgh at Tennessee. Pittsburgh looking like the Steelers of old. Tomlin never seems far away. They managed to get the job done in Tennessee, and they solidified their spot as the second best team in the AFC. Did you mean Cower rather than Tomlin? Listen, mate. <laughs> well, well, you said never seems to be far away. Um, Baltimore at Washington. Just the 40-mile trip to Baltimore, but can't see it being a problem for them. LA Chargers at Tampa Bay. Brady keeps rolling on the, the, the train in Tampa Bay, but Gronk's been strangely quiet. Will we see a breakout this week? Seattle at Miami. Just the 2,750-mile trip to Seattle. Can't see it being a problem for them. Minnesota at Houston. 0-3 versus 0-3. The winner will be the team that makes the fewest mistakes, and I think that will be Houston. I know. New Orleans at Detroit. 1-2, take on 1-2. <laughs> winner has a chance to make a run. Loser descends into mediocrity. There's obviously on a similar wave to Pat. <laughs> Happens to be directly after. <laughs> I'm still trying to work out whether you really make Mike Tomlin. Anyway, um, where the hell are we? This this has gone to shit, hasn't it? <laughs> who who else would I have met? I, it was like because he. I thought you meant like he's not around anymore. No, like they're, they're always good. Okay, all right. Let's have this conversation now, shall we? <laughs> yes, let's. <laughs> if we carry on a bit longer, we'll just hear more Green Hill Zone music. So I'm okay with it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> We do. We did New Orleans at Detroit, didn't we? Did we? <laughs> yes, mate. <laughs> okay. Cleveland at Dallas. One of these teams is two and one. The other one's one and two, and it's not the way round you'd expect. <laughs> <laughs> the fact we're that the NFL... all, we're leaving all of this in. The, Jacksonville the at Cincinnati. I didn't finish my preview. Oh, for the whole bollocks. <laughs> you you fucking cut me off in my prime. One of these teams, one of these teams is two and one. The other one's one and two. They're not heard you would expect. All I will say is the NFC East is a fucking dumpster fire. Oh my goodness, it wasn't another um, Odell Beckham joke. Jacksonville at Cincinnati. Had this been two years ago, I'd be legitimately worried for Burrow's health. However, this Jags front seven are a far cry from Saxonville. Fancy the rookie to have his best day of the year. Indianapolis at Chicago. 
surely the Bears' winning streak ends this week. 21 total points or less in this one. Arizona at Carolina. A repeat of the 2015 NFC Championship game, and that seems a long, long time ago. New York Giants at LA Rams. Let's be honest, the Giants are the worst team in football right now. Uh, home win, all day, every day. Buffalo at Las Vegas. Diggs and Wallace should eat. Whoever runs the ball consistently takes it, and I'm going with Jacobs and the Silver and Black to establish their ground game. New England at Kansas City. Chiefs win. Pats keep the call line respectable. Score line respectable. The biggest question mark will be what Cam will wear to his post-match conference. <laughs> Philadelphia at San Francisco. It feels like for the second year in a row, the Niners are only getting easy games, and Nick Mullins, heck, even even Jimmy G is more than capable of winning those. Atlanta at Green Bay. I literally cannot wait to see how Atlanta lose a 20-point lead in the fourth quarter this weekend. <laughs> there we go. One sentence previews. That, that's the worst one of the year, and I'm mostly responsible for that, so I'm really sorry. No, you're not. You're right, not. Yeah, I'm not sorry because I'm fearing any other business tonight. <laughs> um, I, th- I, th- um, I th- God, Russ, you've you've made a few mutterings already to this effect. Um, you you you're not. I mean, you you want to have a pint at ten past ten at night if you want, don't you? I mean, who doesn't? I mean, <laughs> right. So here here's the thing. I'm not going to go into the uh, the deepest, darkest depths of of COVID. Craig will enjoy me enjoy hearing me say this, and and the incompetency of of this current establishment really is beginning to know no bounds. Limiting pubs and restaurants to a ten o'clock curfew, or getting them to open between five a.m. and ten p.m. Um, or they're not allowed to open between ten p.m. and five a.m. Should I say it? All it seems to be doing is funneling an, a mass of people out onto the streets at 10 o'clock because, like, it turns it into a fucking COVID-filled melee of spitting and fucking just general COVID spread because all the social distance tables and the table service and all that other stuff where people have been enjoying a nice evening is no more out on the streets. So you've basically got what is... Uh, a scrum outside every single pub in the country at 10 o'clock because everyone's being kicked out at the same time. It's utter, utter bullshit. This virus, or, you know, in inverted commas, is not being spread Pretty by sure people it is a virus. going... No, I'm, I'm sticking to the inverted commas. Um, <laughs> it's, not being, it's not being spread by the people that are going to pubs. Like, it, it's... And it's endemic in our in our society now. It's not something that is just going to go. Well, actually, if we close our pubs at ten o'clock, it'll go away. You know, there's talk of a, a fucking a circuit break or whatever they call it, um, in, sometime in October, which I'm sure they'll do to coincide with half term, just to really fuck people off even more. Um, they just seem to be making bad decision upon bad decision upon bad decision, and. I'm not saying, you know, I'm not a, polit- a, a political man. I don't really give a fuck. And I'm not saying that anybody would have done it any better than than what the, these fucking cowboys are doing now. But, you know, 
it, it's a fucking shit show. And it's not, and it's killing the hospitality industry. It's killing people's livelihoods and it's killing their well-being. And, it, you know, that's killing more people than what the fucking virus is, especially with 0.01% of the population have, have actually had it or got it or whatever. It just doesn't make any sense. You're more likely to get a fucking hit by a bus than you are to get COVID. You're more likely to get eaten by a shark. <laughs> I'm not. Right. I'm not sure that's true. I'm not sure no, about the it's shark. not. It's not. It's not. Neither <laughs> of those things are true. And, I, and they're, they're hashtag Craig facts, right? But, <laughs> but, but my point. My point remains that, like, if if we just if as a, a population, as a society, we just learn to get on with our lives as normal, knowing that this shit's around. If you think you're going to be at risk, or you, you think people you know and love are going to be at risk then you take responsibility for yourselves. At the moment, like, if the government... I can't, I can't put it into words because I'm basically apoplectic about the, the shit decisions that they're making because it, it's their fault people are acting the way they are. There you go. Yeah. Circuit break is a prime example where they've got a good buzz, but sounding buzzword, but the strategy behind it isn't there. It's just a buzzword. It doesn't yeah, actually mean anything. And you're, you're, you're bang on that if you kick everyone out of all the pubs at the same time, it just makes a high street a nightmare. You're better off letting people leave when they want to leave and just staggering it. And actually, to to break that up, you're better off just saying, you know, stay open as long as you want, and then people can hey, go home when they COVID, want. COVID, COVID doesn't stop at ten o'clock. Exactly. It doesn't turn off when you go to Portugal. It doesn't. It doesn't like happen if you go to a football stadium and wear a mask or go, you know, outside to play golf or do whatever at the supermarket. Doesn't it doesn't stop if if it's gonna be there, just learn to live with it. This is what I don't get. We need to learn to operate our lives with this being around. It's not gonna go away. So doing all this circuit breaking and doing all this stopping and starting and fucking lockdown here and not lockdown there, it's it's all bullshit. Just yeah. just operate normally and find a way to live with it. Ross, you know what you need to do? You need to stand uh, at wherever it is, West Country South, and uh, get yourself elected and have a have a pint at half ten in uh, Westminster. Um, mm. But as much as I as as much as I I do agree with you, I do find it fucking hilarious that you know forget Boris lying, forget Cummins driving to a castle, forget you know Grenfell. The thing that has has really tipped. Tories over the edges, this 10pm bar thing. I find that fucking hilarious. Um, but I, I, in general, I agree. It, it's, it's, it, the, it's the bar thing. It's almost like the, the straw that break the camel's back because it right. is so utterly ridiculous. It's what not, sort of expectations not, do we have for the people no, who are the I most know. significant but, in our country? I it's know. a joke. But it then you look at, joke. you know, you start looking at the fucking leaders of the world. There's Kim Jong-un, Vladimir Putin, Donald Trump, and Boris Johnson. What does that it's tell fu- you? It, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's fucked. Yeah, it, it's it's not an issue. There's, it's not as if we're the only country that are displaying incredible levels of idiocy at our highest level, either. I, I don't... I, I'm just sort of... I'm, yeah, it's just... We're all sick of it. Um... Uh, to, but to start with, there was sort of you could, there were decisions being made, and you could kind of see why they were being made. But I think what's happened is it, we're so long into this, they've realised that you can't keep. Oh, 
Mate, they've been be shit. If, they've if, been, if nothing's working. They've so, been so. shit. They've been shit. Richie Sunak was the highlight. He came out and said, don't worry, guys. I'll give you 80%. And everyone was like, sweet. Other than that, they've been absolute dog shit. It's yeah, a you joke. Can't, you can't give 80% for the 17 years or however long we're going to have to live this. It's, so. it's, a it's, a, it's a joke. I don't, it's I don't know. It, 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 I don't even talk politics anymore. I don't argue. I I don't talk politics anymore. I haven't got... I can't... It's one of those things, though. I can't go... Like, this 10pm thing is utter lunacy. The... The steps to the rule of six doesn't make any sense. Hello? That's not that's not going to stop. Bill Rivers is fucked. None of, none, <laughs> none of none of these things because they're not prepared to do anything that's going to impact the economy or close schools or other things. So they're going to just come up with things that won't make any difference. Instead, I don't. I don't. Just stop messing yeah, it, out with that. It's shut. It's it's trying to shut the gate after the horse has bolted, isn't it? Like it's, it's it, not. It's it's trying to pretend to shut the gate after the horse is bolted. It's not yeah. actually shutting the gate. It's not even doing that. No, because the mate, where are people mixing the most? Kid, kid, you're not going to stop kids mixing at school. So you're at school. The kid, but the kids need an education, right? Keep keep that shit going. But don't don't close the pubs or don't stop people mixing with different households because they're mixing in different households at school. Yes, they've got their little bubbles. Like in in the school where my kid, where where Samuel goes, is that they stay within their class, so they can't mix with other classes. But there's still twenty odd other children in that in that class, right? So that's still potential to go round twenty times. It it's just madness that they that they seem to be looking like trimming the fat off the edges of society to try and make to show that they're doing something when actually what they're doing is achieving absolutely nothing. Yeah. yeah. It's getting increasingly illogical and knee jerk. So like tonight, Wheelstone Athletic are playing and they're not allowing people into the ground to watch it because you can't stand on a terrace with a mask on two metres from someone and watch a football game. That's not safe. But you can go into the clubhouse behind the ground and watch it on a screen in a room with other people. Which yeah, is surely worse. It makes no logical bonkers. sense whatsoever. But no, my son, goes to, to, now my son goes to a school with about 800 kids. Adam, let me go next. Okay. So, I, I put, to be honest, I've forgotten that anybody yeah. else was going to yeah. have any other business. Yeah, fuck, fuck that. I don't even want to talk politics. What I will talk about, though, is I retweeted a tweet um, that you should, you should go check out. Uh, Paul Felder gave a little interview. Um, He's a UFC fighter or retired UFC fighter. And for all that bullshit, right? Because for what we've said, obviously, fuck, fuck that, innit? It's long. Like, man, don't even talk about politics anymore. But the message in this tweet is something that all, in general, I just wish normal human beings would employ. And that is, you wouldn't say that if you was in front of me because I'll punch you in the face. What is, what, the problem with 2020 is people don't get punched in the face enough. Like it's as simple as that. When I was growing up, that's the most sensible thing anyone's actually. If I was when I was growing up and I was acting like a dick, someone punched me in the face. And when other people are around me and they're acting like a dick, I punch them in the face. Like it it is a very uh, you might you you might call it draconian, but it's a simple system (laughs) and it works. And it works. It's effective. We We stopped punching people in the face when they did fuck shit. I want us to be able Difficult to punch people. Podcast, in, isn't it? Start punch people in the face when they do fuck shit. I told my son, "Don't be an idiot. Don't. If you're going to be a dick, somebody's going to chin you. If somebody's a dick, bang them. 
Like that, when did we lose that? When did that fundamental understanding become eroded from society? So guys, do me a favor. Someone's doing some fuck shit. Punch him in the face. <laughs> Sound advice. <laughs> that is eminently more sensible than any political policy that's come out of anyway. Uh, <laughs> Pat, any other business? Well, I'm going to continue the theme of uh, complaining about nanny statism. I turned on John Wick, 10 o'clock, Channel 5. And it started off, warning, this scene, this, this film contains uh, strong language and serious violence. I was like, well, it should. It's an action film on at 10 o'clock at night. You don't need to warn me about the language at 10 o'clock at night, mate. Calm the fuck down. <laughs> but apparently uh, several times during any Premier League game, the commentators need to apologise for it. Mm. Oh. Uh, there was an exceptional uh, bit of loud swearing in the, the last Spurs game. I'm not even going to talk about anything else related to that. I'm going to talk about eBay selling a television. Just, um, decided to give it a week. So I've no, no earthy idea what this television is worth. It's about 10 years old. Um, <laughs> uh, like decent, my well, old decent TV, but it's just I've replaced it. And we've been meaning to sell it for a while. And um, I'm guessing I'll get 60, 70 quid from a, eBay auction, collection only, auction only, PayPal only. They're the rules, quite clear. Within a day of the listing going, so how much for buy it now? Yeah, I don't know. I've no idea what I'm going to get. Hence, I'm doing this. I gave him a polite reply, and then the guy comes back with, "Oh, it's a pity because the auction ends next Sunday, and I'm taking my daughter to university." And I sort of wavered. I'm like, uh, "Yeah, I could just get rid of it, and it's going to a good home." And then the guys, the guy had noticed that he got like 6,000 feedback stars. And okay, I'll have a look. And he's just, he's just a seller on eBay of anything. Um, may, clearly making up a daughter that's going to university. Got no, Flip no. <laughs> all he's going to do is stick that TV on eBay by himself and make a profit by bullying someone into just selling it quickly because they want rid of it. No, mate, no. John 4062 with extra positive feedback. You're not having it, mate. I'm I'm surprised you went to eBay in this day and age with seller fees and stuff because you can literally, mate, literally, so Facebook Marketplace is an utter joke. Let people, me stop you there, Russ. It's people, been listed on there a while. People will... Not a people, bit, not a bit. People will buy anything. When I had my... my shed built i had two lots of two meter offcuts of fascia chucked it on there gone within a day yeah. i put like wood like insulate like offcuts <laughs> of insulation wood. leftover wood like panels of um <laughs> leftover o- wood. yeah leftover wood of osb like wall um wood like gone just like that extra plasterboard i didn't need gone just like that like 10 quid here 10 quid there all added up i probably got about 250 quid back on materials that just didn't that we over that we didn't use after after it's just an absolute. I put it on there so you the other day. Your used wood on Facebook. I've, yeah, my used wood. Yeah, I put my <laughs> my my old desk. Put my old desk on there yesterday. Cleaned out the back room where I used to sit and work. My old desk, free to collector. Literally, you put free, 
they were like flies around shit. It was like, when can I come? When can I come? It was just, gone just within the, the hour. Just for the listeners, where can they find this Facebook page? And what else is on sale? Uh, well, I'll sell whatever you want. My kids... Um, you might be able to sell that TV, I'm telling you. Not, not a, I, not a I bit will. It. Depends how much. I bet if you put it out for free, it'll be gone like that. Mate, there'll be a used TV group. Used yeah. telly groups. Anyway, it's on eBay, did, eBay were doing £1 listing fees. I can, I can spare if that. You, if you want to sell something, Facebook Marketplace is... It didn't, it didn't sell. It was on there about a month. Yeah, you fucked up then. Yeah, you probably put it up yeah. for a hundred quid. No, forty, and it's going to get more than that on eBay. Hundred percent. You put it up for forty quid on Facebook, and it didn't go. Correct. You probably look like. Wait, did you, would, do, was does your massive... Facebook picture look like a pedo? Because that might be a problem. Also, actually, also, actually it was one of those that, massive actually, fat it was ones. Mrs. Mrs. F that stuck it on there. Yeah. So. <laughs> Is it private? <laughs> I feel know. like a, a, a simple mistake has been made. <laughs> it does feel like that, but I've I've got plenty of watchers and bidders. It's currently, oh go find me, find me on eBay. It's currently at sixteen quid. Yeah, one six. One six. That'd it's... be why, mate, because it's worth fuck all. You put yeah. it up. A... Yeah. It's a ten-year-old telly. You can it's get a ten-year-old telly. The thing is, I'll have a bet with you, about... Russ. I'll have a bet you with you that I'll exceed forty. I bet you do not. Right. Wait, you can get a brand new 50. Uh, uh, no, I no bet you one Sony Bravia 32 inch TV that I do. Do absolutely <laughs> not inflate those bids yourself. A 32 please. inch telly, mate. Is it one of those massive ones that weighs about 50 off a 10 off a 10 year old? No one's buying a 32 back. inch is, telly. Has it, it got a fat back? <laughs> no, it hasn't. It's newer than that. <laughs> Junk in the trunk on his telly. No. Has it got a, a cafe? Um, is it a cafe raid or cathode? Cathode ray. Cathode ray. It's not what you think it is. Um, uh, I'll get a. It's. I'm gonna get more than forty quid. I'm telling you. Won't. You. Well, right. Um, give it to give it to Fernando and Denise to go to university. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Denise was just made up. She doesn't exist. Um, right out of here let's get um, we will be back yeah we'll be back next week um, yeah that's it really bye fucked up mate did you not win as well did you win uh yeah we won on penalties yeah (laughs) yeah so i lost 50 quid i was convinced that it was fucking easy money you bet on chelsea you deserve everything you get i very nearly about four years ago i was gonna bet a ground on united to beat crystal palace on the open day of season (laughs) and at like Five minutes to three, I bottled it, and uh, we got turned over. We got turned over like three-one. I don't bet on my team anymore, mate. It's not, <laughs> it's not worth it. Yeah, well, Russ did the opposite. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I suppose in this way, now I'm not disappointed yeah. because Spurs won. You know, it's like a no-lose. Yeah, but I hear that. I've lost fifty quid. Fifty quid down. Lose. Down, you, could yeah. a, you could have bought a telly for that. I could have.
could, could have bought a Sony Bravia 32 inch and had some change. About about 45 quid's worth of change. 